Genesis 4, verses 3 through 8. And, the, and in the process of time it came to pass that Cain brought an offering of the fruit of the ground to the Lord. Abel also brought of the, uh, of the firstborn of the flock and of their fat. And the Lord respected Abel and his offering, but he did not respect Cain in his offering. And Cain was very angry, and his countenance fell. So the Lord said to Cain, Why are you angry? And why is your countenance fallen? If you do well, will you not be accepted? Think about that. And if you do not well, sin lies at the door. Hallelujah. Take a hold of that. If you don't do well, sin lies at the door. And its desire is for you, but you should rule over it. Amen. Sin shouldn't rule over you. You should rule over it. Hallelujah. Now Cain talked with Abel, his brother, and it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel, his brother, and killed him. Let's pray. Fathers, we come tonight, we thank you, and we praise you for your word, because your word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our pathway. I'm asking God for your strength, your anointing next, for the next few moments to bring out the message, God, the word that you have placed upon my heart and given me tonight. And we give you the praise and the glory in the Jesus' name. Let the church say, Amen. Amen. You can be seated. Hallelujah. Everybody knows this the story of Cain and Abel. It's not nothing new. But from this, I'm going to, I'm going to use a subject tonight and speak on a title, The Battle of Cain and Abel. The Battle of Cain and Abel. The story of Cain and Abel in the scriptures is epic in scope and transcends the course of time. Within the prose of its context, we can see the results, and listen to me, follow me close. When you look at the story in the context of Cain and Abel, we can see the results of unrepented sin and the tragedy of children having to reap the consequences of their parents' failure to obey the instructions of God. That's heavy on us, but it's the truth. If we've got all of us should be concerned about obeying the instructions of God. But if you've got children or grandchildren, it ought to weigh heavy upon you because if you or I don't follow God's instructions, a lot of times our sins, our children, and our grandchildren will have to reap the consequences of. Amen. Hallelujah. The story of Cain and Abel is tragic. The first murder took place.
But if Adam and Eve hadn't disobeyed God, Abel would have never been killed. It's not all on Cain. Follow me. I said it's not all on Cain. Hallelujah. That is some of the results of unrepented sin and the tragedy of children who will have to reap, reap the consequences of their parents' failure to obey the will of God in their life. Now, what I'm going to attempt to do tonight is to use the backdrop of this story in an allegorical way and relate to it to the two natures that we all deal with. I'm talking about the good and the evil which preside in us all. That is identical to the, to the story of the brothers in the, uh, in the story. And your destiny depends on whether or not you allow Cain to kill the Abel in your heart. That's how I'm going to put this message tonight. Every one of us have living inside us Cain and Abel. That's taking this story and turning it into an allegory to show a point. The Apostle Paul said, when I choose to do good or when I want to do good, what evil is present with me? Or he said, when Cain... I mean, when, when Abel, excuse me, when Abel wants to come out, then the Cain in me rises up and tries to kill the Abel within me. Oh, hallelujah. Glory. Glory to God. Man, God laid this message, this word on me heavy. Amen. It's been laying on my heart for two or three weeks now. Hallelujah. Amen. Every one of us has got a Cain and an Abel inside. We've got a dual nature. Yes, you're a child of God. Amen. You've been born again. That's the able side of you. But you still have to contend with the flesh, which is the Cain in you. Hallelujah. And just like Cain, hallelujah, rose up against his brother back in the beginning to slew him. Amen. It is the Cain inside you. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Oh. Amen. I've got, a, I've got an able here within me that wants to flow. Oh, and like, like the Spirit of God moved this morning. And I, I, I want to see it to grow. Hallelujah. And I, and I have been blessed. And, and Abel has gotten strength today. But I know as I leave this place tonight and I go into this coming week, somewhere down the road, Cain is going to lift up his little dirty stinking head. Hallelujah. And he's going to try, amen, to raise up, amen, and kill, amen, what God implanted in my soul this morning. Do you hear what I'm saying? Yes. It's the battle of Cain and Abel being played out in every one of our lives, every day of our life. Hallelujah. And we, we have got to do everything we have, amen, and can, amen, to see that Cain does not destroy. Your destiny, I'm going to say again, depends on whether or not you allow Cain to kill the Abel 
in your heart. Now, as I get into the Word tonight, there is a couple things, amen, I want to bring out, and I hope and pray that you're able to pick up on this. And uh, if you're not able to retain it all and, uh, and get it all, maybe go back in a few days after it's been put up on the, on the website and uh, uh, download it and, and listen to it and pick up again. But first, I want to talk tonight about the Cain factor. Hallelujah. Every day of my life, I have to deal with the Cain factor in my life. As Apostle Paul says, he said, I want to do good, but evil is present with me. The things that I should do, I don't do. And the things that I shouldn't do, I find myself doing those things. And he said, it's no law, it's no more I that do it, but sin or Cain that liveth within me. Do you hear what I'm saying tonight? The Cain factor. The battle of Cain and Abel is played out in the lives of people every day. Even for believers, we seem to have a split personality. Maybe, maybe some of you remember the old movie and you remember the word. Amen. We have a split personality. Amen. We deal with a Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde complex. Yeah, come on. Hallelujah. As we battle against the cane in our heart, struggling for Abel and praying he won't be murdered by the cane. We all know abides within us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You see, we all got to understand. I don't care how long you've been in this thing. I don't care how much you shout, how much you speak in tongues. Hallelujah. There's a fleshly side of you that hates the spiritual side. It's an enmity, the Word of God says. And it's, you don't matter how long you serve God. It's going to try to take out the evil side of you. But we've got to let Abel win this one, folks. My, I just happen to think this would be a good message to preach at a men's conference. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Romans chapter 7, verse 21. I've quoted this already. I find in a law that when I would do good, Strike out that word evil right there and put Cain. I find then that when I would do good, Cain is present with me. Folks, every one of us has within our flesh to, to have the capacity to do things that we would not like to admit we would, we would do if it wasn't for the Holy Ghost in our life. Hallelujah. We should never get so heady and high-minded and proud. Scripture we brought out on Wednesday night a few weeks ago. Amen. Apostle Paul told him, he says, Woe to the man who thinks he stands, lest he what? Falls. So it's a law that when I would do good, Evil is present with me. Cain is there, as always, with a murdering spirit, trying to kill that good thing God has placed within you. 
Hallelujah. I realize, Sydney, you, that you're still young and a child, and, but, but maybe you can, you can understand what I'm saying right now. It's that cane in you that's trying to whisper to the able in you, telling you you're not good enough. Nobody will like you. you you're, you're, not, you're not pretty, you know, and, and all those negative things. But thank God. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The Bible says that God beautifies his saints for salvation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God's people are the most beautiful people in the world. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And you don't have to listen to uh, 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 to old Cain, hallelujah. You don't have to listen to his lies and his alibis and everything else he tries to do, hallelujah, because we are children of the king. We are children of the king, hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, I'm still talking about the Cain factor. You see, just as Cain despised his own brother, my, 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 hallelujah. Hopefully, I pray there's some people that's not here that will listen to this on the internet because here's a fact. We, we got some people in a family, amen, that do not come to church because they don't run into, they don't want to run into the other member of the family because there's been some hot battles take place and some of you know what I'm talking about. Sister Susie especially knows what I'm talking about. And uh, on Sundays or whatever, some of them, it's not coming right now because they don't want to run into the other. But listen, here's a fact. Cain despised his brother because of jealousy, which turned into hatred and finally led to murder. We too many times find the same spirit of Cain attacking the spirit of Abel wanting to subdue and destroy that good thing God placed within us when we was born again. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But it's time that God's people start standing up. Hallelujah. And drawing the line in the sand. Says I'm not going to be pushed back no further Cain. You've helped me back from growing in Christ. You've helped me back from stepping out, amen, into what God has called me. But you're not going to push me back no further. Hallelujah. I'm going to go forward. I'm going to advance. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You see, I look at this thing a little bit different. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't believe God has called the church, amen, just to be a defensive team. I believe the church is supposed to be an offensive team. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because, listen here, glory to God, if the, if, if the team wins, amen, the game, they're going to have to advance down the field. Do you hear what I'm saying? Glory to God. You ain't going to win by just staying right there in one place and defending. Glory to God. Some of us have been just defending ourselves to the devil for years. Hallelujah. God wants you to advance. Glory to God. He wants you to move forward. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Romans. Romans 7 and 24. Look what he said. Oh, wretched man that I am. Who will deliver me from this body of death? Now, please look at this. Hallelujah. 
Now, I realize that's the new King James, but the, uh, the regular King James says it in an exact same way. Paul did not say, oh, wretched man that I was. He did not use the past tense. He used the present tense. And when he wrote this, he had done been living for God for a long time, established many churches around the world. And when he wrote this letter to, uh, to Rome, he said, Oh, wretched man that I am. Paul never forgot one thing. He had to die daily. In other words, he, he, he had to kill Cain before Cain killed him. You hear what I'm saying? Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. This is a live or die situation, folks. We're fighting a battle. We're, we're fighting a spiritual warfare. Not with just what's going on in the world. Not just what's going on in society. Hallelujah. But in our own hearts and soul. When God placed his divine spirit within us at the new birth, Abel become alive. Now follow me now. I'm going to go slow for a minute because I want this is something that God spoke in my spirit. I've never thought of this, much less ever taught it before. When God placed his divine spirit within us at the new birth, Abel will come alive. You could say he was resurrected. He was dormant and unconscious because you were born with the sin of Adam. Now, I hope I'm not get, I won't get over your head here. I hope you're able to follow what I'm saying. Hallelujah. Every one of us, as David said years ago, he said, he said, I, behold, I was uh, shapen in iniquity and in sin did my mother conceive me. That wasn't just David. That was every one of us. That was every one of us. Hallelujah. When you were born, Abel was dormant and unconscious because you was born with the sin of Adam. Abel is, mm, glory to God, hallelujah. Abel is the only part of you which has communion with God. Cain never has and never will have any kind of communion with God because God rejected him and his sacrifice. Think about that for a moment. Hallelujah. Cain never had a relationship with God. And there's only one part of you that's able to have a relationship with God and to have communion with God. And that's the able inside of you. Hallelujah. Before you were saved, there was no communion, no fellowship with your creator. The Bible states in Isaiah 52 and 9, and they don't have that on the screen, but Isaiah 52 and 9 says, but your iniquities have separated between you and your God, and your sins have hid his face from you that he will not hear. Do you follow that? Hallelujah. Before I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost, I had no capacity, no ability to commune with God like I do now because Abel was dormant. But when I received the Holy Ghost, there was a resurrection. Oh, hallelujah. Because you see, Abel was killed long ago. And we were all born in sin. Every one of us.
That is the reason why we have to have the new birth. Glory to God. Your, our iniquities have suffer, made a separation between us and God. So this is the conclusion of it. So in essence, Abel, although they're uh, there, even though Abel is there because you were created in God's image, every one of us is created in the image of God. Every one of us. So Abel, he was there, but he was dead, lifeless, and unresponsive. But the Spirit of God quickened him to life so you can offer spiritual sacrifices to God. But the Cain within you despises Abel, so the battle rages on. Cain desires to halt the work of Abel, especially the manifestation of love in your life. He don't want us to see us love one another. He does not want to see us to have the feeling that we are one another's servant, that we are to esteem our brother more highly than ourselves. Hallelujah. First John chapter 3, verses 11 and 12 says, For this is the message that you have heard from the beginning, that we should love one another. Not as Cain. <laughs> you see, it ties it together. It's all tied together. Not as Cain, who was of that wicked one and slew his brother. My, my, my. Now here, even though I started in the Old Testament, here is the New Testament confirmation. Hallelujah. Everything that we teach us doctrine and preach us doctrine has to have a New Testament confirmation because the church of Jesus Christ is a New Testament church. Hallelujah. Listen to what it says. Let me start it again. For this message that you've heard from the beginning, that we should love one another, not as Cain, who was of that wicked one, and slew his brother, and wherefore slew him. Why did he, why did he kill him? Because his own works were evil and his brother's righteousness was righteous. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why Cain hated and despised his own brother. Because God showed acceptance for Abel, but he did not show acceptance for Cain. That made Cain mad. That made him angry. It, it led to bitterness. Let me, and that's why church, listen, that's why if you do have a situation in your life that anger comes and you get upset at somebody, get angry with somebody, you've got to be like Bonnie, Bonnie Fife and you've got to nip it, nip it, nip it. Hallelujah. Because every time, save that, every time, every time that I don't deal with anger, it's going to turn into bitterness. It's like a splinter that you get somewhere in your body that you don't get it out. It's going to, for long, it's going to fester. Hallelujah. Anger's like that. That's why Jesus says, don't let the sun go down on your wrath. Hallelujah. Be angry and sin not. It's possible that you can be angry, get angry about something and not sin in the situation. Hallelujah. You can't tell me that Jesus wasn't angry when he busted in that temple and started turning over tables and took a whip and started whipping the people. Hallelujah. 
glory to God. You can't tell me Jesus didn't have some anger. That'd be it. The Bible said he was without sin. Hallelujah. Come on. You've got to deal with that. Or it will fester. It will turn into bitterness, and bitterness will turn into hate. And if you're not careful, you'll wind up murdering your brother or sister. Not Maybe not naturally, but you... There's a lot of ways that you can murder somebody without taking a gun or a knife to them. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Now, let me, let me move on. I've talked about the Cain factor. Let's talk about the voice of Abel today. Let's talk about Abel's voice. Did you know the Bible lets us know that Abel is still talking? Abel still speaks. Did you know the Bible says that? Look at Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 4. By faith. Now this, this, is, this is how, how, this is the root of Abel's accepted sacrifice. The New Testament says, By faith Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts and through it, he being dead, still speaks. What? Yet dead, yet although he is dead, yet he still speaks. Let me, let me lay in on that just for briefly for a few moments. I'm about through. Although... Abel has been long dead and buried. It would be an impossibility to try to locate his grave. It's been so many years. Although he's been long dead and buried, the Bible tells us that Abel still speaks and bears witness to all those who would walk uprightly toward God. He reminds us that without faith we can't please God. Cain didn't please God. Abel did. And Abel is speaking to us today, letting us know without faith, because the Bible said by faith, he offered a better sacrifice. That's how he's talking to us. Reminds us that without faith, we can't please God. And that faith is the, ooh, hallelujah. This right here is what makes us overcomers, folks. Faith is the victory which helps us to overcome Cain in the world. You want to be victorious over Cain? Hallelujah. Build your faith. Strengthen your faith. Hallelujah. Undergird your faith. Don't never let the devil try to steal your faith. Because faith is your victory. The Word says it. 1 John chapter 5 and verse 4. This will be the last scripture that I... Look at what it says. For whatever is born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world. What is it? Our faith. That is what Abel... That's the voice of Abel talking to us today. That's the voice of Abel. Abel also speaks through the spirit-filled children of God in their lives, behaviors, 
and Christ-like spirit as we strive to live every day our lives according to his divine, perfect will. The lifestyle that I live, my behavior, how I react to things, I had to, I'm having to uh, redo uh, the decking that the uh, company that we uh, bought our modular home for, uh, from years ago, the, the guys who came out and, and built put up the decks, uh, they were uh, stained and painted and all that stuff, and I never realized they did some shortcuts, and uh, they they used tree, uh, lumber that wasn't treated, and I stepped out there a few, few uh, 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 days ago, and uh, I did like, I did like when I was on the roof of that old church over there one day, me and Brother Bobby and some others was have, and we was constantly up on the roof of that old church all the time. And by the way, by the way, I want to thank the men that came over here yesterday and did a great job doing the yard work around here. Let's see, it was it was Brother Paul Moore there, it was Chris, it was Randall, it was Paul Crosser. They came, cut the grass, trimmed it up, and did uh, trimmed the bushes and stuff. I thank God for people coming. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah, taking pride in the house of God. But uh, uh, a few days ago, I stepped out on the deck, and here I went I went through. So I've been working in between the rain, trying to um, uh, replace some uh, things uh, and uh, do it that uh, hopefully this, this time, if it, uh, it's done right, that it'll last longer than I will. Hallelujah. Uh, but, uh, but, but anyway... Talking about allowing able to speak in my life through my lifestyle and my behavior. As I was um, out there using that big old, uh, I think it was 16 ounce hammer or whatever, putting them big nails in there, driving that thing down there. I wasn't, I wasn't using the screws and the screwdriver or the or the power nailer. I was doing it the old, old fashioned way. And man, I was going down through there, man, following fall, those uh, down through there and putting them nails down through there. And I was doing pretty good, but man, there was one time I hit a I hit a lick, man, and I hit that and hit that thumb. Hallelujah! It gave an opportunity for either Abel or Cain to come out. Hallelujah! And uh, when I when I hit that thumb, amen, that big old big old uh, uh, big old hammer, well. Thank you, Jesus. Ain't it a beautiful day? Oh, God, Lord. Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. That time, Abel come out. But I will tell you, there have been some times Cain has come out. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. There have been some times Cain has come out. Hallelujah. Amen. But uh, when we do that, we don't allow Abel to speak, and then we're not letting our light shine. Uh, Brother Darrell said something one time that, that stuck with me, uh, and um, and I think about it a lot, and it's 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 really true. If we're people of God out in the in the world and working in the world, 
we really can't afford to have a bad day. Hallelujah. Because if I have a bad day and I allow Cain, hallelujah, to come out, my behavior could be in such a way that it could cause some soul never to come to Christ. And that might not fear you, but that fears me. I, I'm concerned about that. Hallelujah, I really am. And I, I, God, help me. Give me give me overcoming power. Help me, Lord, to keep my foot on the head of Cain. Hallelujah. I want to strive every day I live to live Christ-like. To live what the word Christian really is, what it really means. Hallelujah. I want to do that. It's important that I do that. Time is winding down. We got, we got a great work. God help us. So I'm going to close with that right there, the battle of Cain and Abel.